What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Movies with Wrestlers. I'm Eric. That's me. That's my name. That's who I am. Uh, this week we're talking about Playing with Fire, John Cena Nickelodeon movie. John Cena seems to be doing a lot with Nickelodeon these days. He's the new host of uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, which is now on Nickelodeon, I guess. It used to be on Fox, I think. Doesn't matter. Uh, can't say that I hate it, though. Honestly, not a big fan of Jeff Foxworthy, so I think it's a welcome change. I've yet to watch a single episode. Probably won't. Um, we get into the movie a little bit. We get into what John Cena's body looks like in this movie, or I, I should say I get into it. I don't know. I just think it looks kind of weird. You be the judge. Watch the movie. You tell me. Um, this episode had a little bit of like weird audio leakage. This one and a couple more. Um, Connor didn't have headphones for a couple episodes. Then he, he did get headphones eventually. So then it's not a thing, but you know, I tried to get rid of all of it. I might've missed some of it. If it bothers you, get over it. I don't know. Um, I'm not a professional anyway. Uh, I'll stop rambling. Here's the episode playing with fire starring John Cena who will win John Cena or the rock. Yeah. Um, do you remember how old you were when you got a cell phone? Um, when I got a legit cell phone that was my own phone number, um, I'd say I was in the eighth grade. It was right before high school. Yeah, I think I was seventh grade. And like, we were just like, I think great, like generation, the generation right after us had phones, probably fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, probably. And there are, there were people in my class that had them in fourth and fifth grade, but not like oh my everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a little bit younger than me too, though, so. Yeah. It's just interesting. Like, I feel like, you know, our, my grade and your grade, which is one above me, and then the one below me, like that kind of group are all like this last, I don't know, this last group of people that remember a life before the internet but also grew up with the internet yeah i i like to think of us as the end of the millennials yeah i think that is the case isn't it i think it is yeah um because like after us that's when it's gin something that's when these kids started <laughs> ruining shit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's like it's a we are a little bit different, I think, though, than other millennials, because technically like folks born in the 80s are millennials. Um, yeah. And that's a very different. Yeah. it's And it's it's hard to like pigeonhole a whole generation because a lot changes, especially with how much changed in technology from the start of when the millennials arrived to the end, like a lot changed within there. So I don't think it's easy to really categorize us all into one group. Like my brother and I, he was born in 84. I was born in 92. Very, very different. Had very, very different um, upbringings. Yeah. Like as far as like what was available technology wise, when I was as old as my brother was, when I was born, I had all sorts of technology at my fingertips. Right. And he had like a super Nintendo. Yeah, totally. So it's just really Yeah, like different. my brother read books. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like actually though, my brother is only 3 years older than me, right? But he 
that is enough, I think, that, like, let's say, just for the sake of this conversation, cell phones were really popular. You know, like, kids were getting cell phones at, like, 6th or 7th grade around 2005, seems fair. 5 or 6? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, my brother's already 15, 14, 15. You know what I mean? Like, he's had a whole childhood without cell phones. And at that point, yeah. I am now 11 or 12. And I'm still very much a child. And then I get a cell phone. No, yeah. And that's like a not a big time difference. Or age difference, that is. No, but it it's a big difference as far as like what you can do. And, and access. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird. What What were we talking about? Well, I think we were going to do a podcast about a John Cena movie an hour ago. <laughs> cool. But... Um, yeah, holy cow. Let me look at the time. We start talking about the movie 20 minutes in. Perfect. It's okay. I'll probably edit a bunch of stuff out. Um, I, I hope not any of my earth-shaking salient points that I made. I hope you won't be editing, editing any of those out. I don't think so. I think I'll just take like bits and pieces of each of them. And, Good, because like, I said a lot of say whatever shit I want there. you to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, playing with fire with John Cena, <clears throat> it's the first. Oh my gosh, Mike Athena is freaking out up there. About oh yeah, something. what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. She probably like can't do something that she wants to do. Ah, mom's not letting her. Isolation's been kind of hard for her. <laughs> I believe that. She's a people person. She really is. She's kind of a very, very social. I'm way more social than I thought she'd be, which is cool. Because she doesn't hang out with a lot of other babies. She hangs out with a lot of adults. Yeah. but And not like a lot, but more so than kids. Unless she goes to the park or something. Right. But can't go to the park for a while. How was her birthday? It was good. Um, she got a lot of presents. She was pretty stoked. Hell yeah. So, yeah. It was good. It wasn't like last year, unfortunately, big party. But yeah. We had Next a, year, like, though. a few people over incrementally. Stopping by and waving, kind of. Yeah. Um, bringing presents and bouncing pretty much. But it was good. But yeah, she is having a hard time. We've been watching a lot of Star Trek, and she likes Star Trek, which is cool. Oh, yeah. She calls it Spaceship. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's and she, good. she sings the song, too, the theme song, which is cool. <laughs> She's doing a lot of singing. She's been singing a lot. She got this little, like, Elsa boombox that has a Frozen song, and it has a little microphone so you can sing with it. And she, like, knows the song. It was weird. Like, she opened it up out of the box and it started playing it and she started singing it. And I was like, what? Wow. You know the words already? That's she is, weird. She's like a pretty musical kid though. I mean like watching her yeah, totally. during like cartoon theme songs and shit. Yeah, no. She she likes to sing. She likes to drum on stuff. She, she She's got rhythm. She likes to dance. Yeah, she loves to dance. She's probably, we're probably going to put her in like gymnastics oh, as nice. soon as we can. Like, Hopefully it's safe to do so by the time she'd be able to do it, which is only like a year or so away. Like she's, 
pretty independent now. Yeah, which she's is getting good, close to doing real life stuff. Yeah, school dude, and she shit. does a lot of stuff. She we got her a scooter for Christmas, and she can ride it, <laughs> like, <laughs> keep her balance and stuff. So hell yeah, it's cool. She's a smart kid. That's fun, man. She's a good kid. Um, she liked this movie. I was going to ask if you watched it with her. Yeah, yeah, we chilled and watched it. She was kind of playing at certain points. She doesn't do good with stuff that isn't cartoons. Like, she'll watch it for a while. She'll watch Star Trek. Like, she'll watch full episodes of Star Trek, which is odd. Really? But she won't sit through, like, a a movie made for people her age. Yeah. No, she doesn't sit through, like, full-length movies anytime I've been there. Yeah, sometimes she will with like cartoons. If if it's new, she'll like sit through and watch it. But if she's seen it a bunch of times, she'll play and do other stuff. But yeah, she she liked it. She uh, I don't think she understands physical humor yet. Like I don't think she, either she, that or she doesn't think it's like super funny. But I think she does. Like she laughs when I like pretend to hurt myself. Huh. So like she she does like phys- physical humor, but she wasn't. There was one point in the movie when Cena like jumps into a, a burning house to save the kids. Um and they start like lifting him up and he keeps hitting the ceiling a bunch of times. They like try to retract him, but he's like hitting the ceiling. Great gag. That's good stuff. <laughs> but she wasn't laughing at it at all. She was like more so worried about him. I she think. was like, This is serious. Well, they need to get it together. Like, this, this is serious. serious. <laughs> Yeah, um, those kids are gonna die in the burning cabin, and he's—they're playing around. <laughs> um, it's a Nickelodeon movie. I didn't realize that didn't until realize. it started. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and I feel like Nickelodeon movies often surprise me, and like how much I I end up enjoying them because I didn't really go into this with a whole lot. I was just like, okay, I'll watch this movie and talk about it. Kind of like I did with uh, Gavin Stone from last season. Yes. I, not a movie I was looking forward to watching. And no. I didn't enjoy it a ton. I liked Neil Flynn. Yeah, I would watch a movie that was just the Neil Flynn scenes, especially because it would be like three or four minutes long. Yeah, it'd be easier to get through. It's a nice little story he tells, too. He builds the wife, or he builds the, the house for the wife. He builds the wife. <laughs> I built you this wife. so it starts out with like a chaotic forest fire scene right and it's like serious situation these guys show up john cena's leading the pack and what song is playing you you would think that it would be like a really serious like score to to under underscore this this scene but what song is it do you remember i don't remember it was Uptown Funk. That's right. <laughs> so I was confused right off the bat. I was like, whoa, this is like a serious. But then I was like, okay, it's a kid's movie. So like they got to they got to fit in some like got to bring them in relatable some relatable music. Um one part I did enjoy about that scene is Cena catches a burning branch right before it hits this guy. I don't <laughs> I know think that it was I the husband. That. I don't it, think it, I, I think had it was gotten... the husband that sells insurance. Because huh. remember right. the, when they yeah, yeah, when they yeah. like leave, the <laughs> take me with like, you. Take me with you. What did you think of Cena in this movie? 
just that's a really just tough right off the bat. To if it's but he if, plays, if the only options are bad and good, I think good. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I, it's something I noticed. He he's like playing GI Joe, which is what he does. Like Cena plays GI Joe a lot, which is why I'm really excited to like do the other movies this season because yeah. like I want to see how often he just defaults to D, to GI Joe. But he's definitely playing G.I. Joe, even when he's uh, no! a fireman. Sorry, you cut you out You disappeared a bit. for a minute. Oh, did I? You yeah. disappeared for a minute. Why? I don't know. Why? What we're, we're, we're figuring it out. What happened? What happened? I think maybe maybe my internet cut out or something. It's very snowy here. It, it is here too, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um... It's honestly like kind of cool that it happened when I can't go anywhere because now I don't have to worry about like shoveling or anything really. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got to take the trash to the curb later, so I'm not looking forward to that. But yeah, I have to go shovel after like, this. That's like one thing. So, anywho. <laughs> but yeah, he plays G.I. Joe a lot, and he was definitely playing G.I. Joe in this movie. A G.I. Joe that, like, has a softer side that is eventually revealed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It And it, I don't even think it's bad. Like, it's just like, he's just like a very stiff. He, I mean, like. So he is to acting as the uh, anatomy and flexibility of a G.I. Joe doll is to flexibility. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. It is right, and the direction of the movements are all right. Everything looks human, but it is stiffer and less fluid than a human. Yeah, and he's been in, like, quite a few movies before this, I think. This came out in 2019, so he had already done, like, Trainwreck. Yeah, I think this was the year of his, his, like, seven movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because was he the Fast and Furious movie that he's in hasn't come out yet, right? Uh, not to my he knowledge. Okay. He is going to be in one. The Rock. The Rock was in a bunch of them. Yes. We'll get to those. So Cena and his crew come in, and they put out the forest fire. This kid goes to run and hug him, and he just walks. He just keeps walking, and the kid ends up running into a car. And he looks at his shoulder, but not all the way over his shoulder. He's like, something happened behind me, but it wasn't fire related. And then walks away. <laughs> oh, they're like, another good scene. The next scene. They, uh, they're like celebrating in the firehouse. Like they're all dancing and stuff. And Cena walks in and <laughs> uh, I think it's key. I can't remember what his name was in the movie. I can't either. But it's it's Keegan Michael Key. Um, he like turns it off and he's like, "I'm sorry, sir," because Cena is a drill instructor. Um, and he's like, there, "We were just blowing off some steam," and he's like, "Time for steam re- reallocation later." Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a rigid man. Oh, 
very. But his father was too. And there was like there was one point where he was like, "Well, to solve this problem, we'll do what we always do." And someone was just like, "We'll tidy up the depot." That's the kind of man he is. <laughs> yeah, that's a very tidy depot. It was tidy. Um, Cena, we find out works for a fire depot. They're not firefighters; they're uh, smoke jumpers. Which is a more elite squad, and it is disrespectful to call them firefighters. Apparently, yeah, they don't. F- they they do fight fires, but they do so by jumping out of helicopters. Um, it's set in Redding, California, which we've been to, and had a weird <laughs> which we've Walmart been scared in a lot experience. Yeah, so we went to Redding, and we're in the parking lot. We had just gone to Walmart and picked up some food, and. We were planning on camping soon because we had to camp um, before we could go keep going because it was getting dark. And we were going to camp in Redding. And this older gentleman in a van, another van, I think it was another van. Yeah. But um, it was like, it was like, it was a hippie van for sure. It was like a van that the dude lives in from time to time. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and he was telling Austin and uh, Michael not to camp here and that if we were to camp there people were going to fuck with us yeah so they, they don't like people Redding. like us in Reading. Uh, yeah which i didn't know what that meant what well, like people like us what does that mean <laughs> yeah it was it i would have liked some clarity too i just took it to mean i can tell that you want everyone to have everything you know and people here in Reading don't feel that way. People here in Reading, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't so know. So we Redding. we didn't we didn't stay in Reading. We kept going. I don't plan uh, to go back either. I don't feel a need. You know what? I did find myself wondering. Hmm. Um, let me ask you this. Okay, I'll were let you, you. And this this doesn't mean like were you infatuated? intrigued by John Cena's physique in this movie it, that he I has was. a very interesting body cause he's like muscly but he's not like oh my gosh <laughs> it looks like he's made of sand or like there's a top layer of sand around him yeah it's well I at one point wondered if his arm vein got its own credit did it? because it's very pronounced look. I didn't look either. I should have. But very pronounced. Was making definite decisions. It looks like a snake. Looks like a little tiny snake just wriggled up in his yeah, arm. Yeah, it was Slytherin too. But also like... Slytherin. I guess I just... He's very like stout, but not defined, I guess. I don't know. He looks like... You know when you're in an airplane and you're you're over a mountain... Or like a hilly area and you're looking down. And you're like, there's texture down there. But I can't make a lot of it out specifically. Because <laughs> like, yeah. if you look at a specific area of his body, you're like, okay, there are ridges here. It curves here. It ridges on the other side, you know? But if you look at him as a yeah. whole, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, there's just like, I don't even know how to describe it. But they did make a point to to get Cena's shirt off at least like four or five times. In the he movie. even got to rip a shirt bo- shirt open. He did. 
He he got to bust out his "You can't see me" over the face when he I, was dancing. I, 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 I made a note of it, and I was wondering if, uh, if he improved that, like, that. That had to, have, yeah, he definitely did. He was like, "This one's for my fans in the <laughs> WWE universe." Um, WWE will always be my home. <laughs> he took a lot of bumps in this movie. He did, dude. He really did. Which, like, he was totally prepared for. I mean, what Athena are you going to do? to join the podcast. <laughs> Make Keegan Michael Key take a bump? I think he might have taken a few. He might have taken one. Let's talk. Ab- let's talk do. about the supporting actors, because I think they were the highlight of the movie. John Leguizamo, dude, and Keegan Michael Key. John John Leguizamo <laughs> got on base every at bat. Oh yeah, he was great. Athena wants to do this podcast so bad. <laughs> Is she just like at the top of the stairs there? Yeah, she keeps opening the door and saying, "Sorry, Daddy. Sorry." <laughs> Tell her I said, "What's up?" I will. Um, Dude, Judy yeah, Greer was great laughs. in it. Who? Judy Greer was great in it. Oh yeah, that yeah. I thought it was weird that she was in it. Honestly, I didn't expect to see her. Yeah, me either. Who? But she. I, I don't know who her. else would be good in that though. <laughs> you know, I don't have. Or I don't have a replacement in mind at least. Um, I just didn't imagine like I guess somebody of her caliper. Not that there weren't like, I th- I figured they would have like spent most of the budget on Cena and and Key and and Leguizamo. It, yeah, it did seem like that would be kind of a like a first major role for someone. Yeah, would but, be the Judy Greer part. She was great. In it, it did though. come out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. They were all pretty good. Honestly, Cena wasn't bad. I don't think. Cena was so decent. Was like very, very decent. Yeah. I wrote down a quote. If he says you're eight, you're eight. (laughs) But I don't know what context. I don't know what context it was in. So I'm just going to skip it. Interesting choice. I think uh, Art's imitating reality a little bit with uh, Cena and, and his interactions with kids. Oh. Well, they put him in a father role in this movie is he about to be and he's very much no i don't think so but i mean in so far as the way he treats kids Mm. and like his opinion towards kids in the beginning of the movie because obviously he comes around but i just i i thought that was the most natural part of his performance (laughs) was his repulsion from of kids Yeah, yeah he really make a wish did at the end though no, yeah, he turned it on. Like, Cena's interactions with kids, I'm sure, are fine because he's used to it and has had to do it, like, his entire career. I'm sure he's um, great at, like, momentary interactions with kids and he's really not good with extended periods of time with kids. No, but, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you take the John Cena from uh, Total, Total Divas when he was dating Nikki Bella and uh, the rules that he had for his house, can you imagine <laughs> having a child in there? Oh, he would have a very sad child. He would have a very disciplined child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think those are both true. Yeah. Cena can't have kids. And it's not just because he had a vasectomy. (laughs) That's public knowledge. I can say that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, does that violate HIPAA? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Can he not have kids though? 
Um, no, he's a robot. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Robots can't have kids. That's my mistake. I've had a long-running theory that Cena is the world's first android. Dude, I think, think it holds it. weight, too. I think that theory holds weight. He, when he, when people talk to him, he processes information. He doesn't listen. He processes information. <laughs> he can speak different languages with ease. Yeah, just a little bit of programming and that's all. He can play the piano and probably other instruments. He got to flex his piano playing muscles in this movie and singing. Pretty good cash impression, too. Not a bad cash. Not a great Glenn Fry. <laughs> Not a good Glenn Fry. We agree about that. His cash is on point, um, though. It helps the cash doesn't ever really sing more than three notes, but. Yeah. Um, he's built. But he's not built like humans. He's not. He's chunky like robot parts. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Prove me wrong. I can't. I'm with you. I'll co-sign the paper Anybody. with you. Prove me wrong. Co-author? Um, co-sign? We'll talk, about <laughs> we'll talk about that more as we see how he acts. Um, Allstate guy is in this movie. Dennis Haysburg. I, I, know, him, I know him as President Deacon Palmer from... Uh, the show 24 i never watched much that was the first big role i only really watched the first season um but he was the president i think his name was deacon palmer i could be wrong about that that might be um doug's friend from king of queens i could be wrong oh man king of queens king of queens is always on I, when i go uh get my infusions and i have like a few oh, hours really? to kill it's fucking great it's been a long time since i watched king of queens I like to fall asleep to it. <laughs> that one in King of the Hill. I, I only fall asleep to shows with King in their names. <laughs> um, Who is your favorite character in the movie? Axe. Like over... Yeah, same. Same, it's Axe. dude. That's an easy answer, I think. <laughs> everyone... I actually um, really do think everyone was good. Like, the tone of it is just just adult enough to keep parents around, which I imagine was the intention. Yeah. But, like, if I were a kid, I th I think this would be one of my favorite movies ever. Like, everyone is so funny in it in totally different ways. Yeah. Um, good on Nickelodeon. Because I think one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was a Nickelodeon movie. Um, you might recall a movie called Clock Stoppers. Yo, French Stewart. I loved that movie, too. Yeah, directed by William T. Riker. Yeah, dude. Um, I think it would be bad if I watched tight. it now, but it was so so oh, yeah. good. Yeah, no, I loved it. I watched it over and over and over. I thought that was the coolest idea in the world, having a watch that could stop time. Dude, yeah, me too. Of all, think of all the things you could do. You could, get you could so rob much a bank and no done. one would know. Yeah, you yeah oh. you you could try some <laughs> real ugly shit without anybody knowing. <laughs> that was the first thing my mind always went to is like I could have all the money in the world. <laughs> um, but mainly because I didn't want to have to get a job when I was older, I wanted to just be able to watch TV and play video games all day. <laughs> That's still what I want. I no doubt, but it ain't my reality right now. <laughs> um. Axe has to confront the, the toddler child because she's crying. 
and he doesn't want to do it. And I think it was John Leguizamo. It might have been Key that said it, but he's like, I've seen you wrestle a Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good uh, Sabretooth joke, too. Yeah. No, straight up. It's a little. Yeah, I didn't realize that was him. A little. Tyler Mayne, also also a wrestler at one point in his life. Oh, I've never seen him wrestle. I only know him as Sabretooth. Yeah, neither have I, but I think he did have a small stint where he was wrestling. I could be wrong about that. Um, He blocks, at a, at a certain point in the movie, a kid thinks that a flare gun is a toy gun, and he shoots, and they have to dodge flares. Um, He blocks one of the flares with his axe, Dude. just like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, like he was Luke deflecting a blaster. <laughs> um, John Leguizamo likes to cook with uh, spam. Oh, spamacopita. <laughs> I think that he was probably the cakes. best of his disease de- of his spam um, recipes. Oh, spam no doubt. brulee was I, the I liked, worst. I liked st- I liked spam brulee. It was better than spam cakes. I think. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that a common thing? Do firefighters? Excuse me, smoke jumpers. Um, Thank you. Do they <laughs> do they just eat spam? I really don't feel equipped to answer that question, but I have to assume no. I don't think that can be a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. I have a buddy who's a firefighter in Bozeman. I'll ask him. You should. I'd like to know. Follow up. Um, somebody in the movie says, what a rush. I think it was. It was Cena. the boy. It was Will. It was, oh, that's right, yeah. Um, it was after he was, was flying around on the hose. Nod? Yeah, that's right. Do you think that was a nod to Road Warriors? Um, Pro- probably not, right? Oh, shit, yeah, probably man, not. I don't think so. It might be. It might be. Um, there could have been, like, I think weirder shit, worked on weirder references have happened. I, I think it's possible if whoever was working on the script knew that Cena was cast in the lead role. And was like, oh, I'm going to throw some some wrestling references in there. That's that the only be, one I really caught. I <laughs> didn't really catch any either. I kind of wonder if there were more. It was it was just like the You Can't See Me dance. And then, yeah, there's, yeah, there's the which other is one. It's kind of weird. I would expect, that's the kind of movie I would expect there to be some more wrestling references in of Cena's. You know, like I don't expect them in his fucking cop movies or whatever. No, yeah, totally. If they were going to have any, they'd be in a movie like this. Probably because kids watch WWE, too. Yeah, kids watch WWE, and it's like something for parents to laugh at, you know? I don't see, like, a ton of kids loving the Road Warriors, though. <laughs> like, not a ton of kids, like, That's a now. weird kid. A, a kid that loves the Road Warriors now is a weird that's kid. That's a kid. That's just a kid that loves the business. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He's like, you can take your Roman Reigns. Tag I'll team take wrestling. Hawk and animal. Thank you. <laughs> Tag team wrestling. <laughs> um, you had to kind of suspend your disbelief for the poop up the arm, right? <laughs> oh boy, did I! I thought like, I I thought he just threw up. No, and well, yeah, I mean, well, like, when I, it happened, I knew it I was, was like, poop. He just threw up, and then. He and then he was like all the way up the sleeve or whatever he said. Yeah, I also thought it was kind of a dick move for Cena to make Key use his favorite shirt 
He just said it's his favorite shirt. He said, it's my favorite shirt. And Cena said nothing and told his dog to go get it. He said nothing, dude. He could have just been like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize. We'll find something else. It's a tide. It's the well, tidiest yeah. depot in California. They have a towel. <laughs> no, it had to be his favorite shirt. Um, He's going to learn a lesson from this. He does, too. <laughs> Don't bring your favorite shirt to work. <laughs> no parents. The kids have no parents. We find that out. You find that out pretty late, too, I think. At least I did. Yeah. I must have missed if they said it well, earlier. They they kind of hint that something's going on. They hint at something um, weird. Like, she doesn't. She takes the phone and doesn't let anyone talk to the, their mom. Right. The older one is uh, very shady in what she's... She steals some keys. She steals a bunch of stuff. Dude, she's and trying to escape, and it's stuff. like, your mom's coming tomorrow. She wrecked a four-wheeler. She wrecked, like, a, a Land Rover. She wrecked a Land like Rover. Type she deal. hung a truck over the side of a cliff. Yeah. Like, pretty destructive. <laughs> how much you think that... How much you think that works out to... In like that's hundreds of thousands in, of dollars to that department. That's a that's a felony, I think. I think it I think it was probably under fifty until she got to the truck. Yeah, those aren't those aren't cheap. <laughs> and it's government property. Exactly, yeah, dude. That's the people's truck. Good thing Cena's a nice guy. After she wrecks the four wheeler, they end up camping and uh Cena has to go to the bathroom. He has to, nature calls, as he says. He has to drop heat. Um, he has to poop. He has to, like, poop. He's got to find but a sleep to poop doesn't, Yeah, but the, the toddler <laughs> won't let him go poop alone. Toddler wants to see. Because they're in the woods. And she makes him look her in the eye <laughs> while he's pooping. Like, he tries to look away, and she makes <laughs> She makes him look her in the eye. Is that real? I've never booped around a child. Is that some real shit? Um, not in. S- Athena's never done that. When she's like had to poop or go potty, she doesn't like make me look at her. Just like she doesn't make me look at her when I'm pooping. Um, what it's sort of just a normal thing. She usually will come into the bathroom and like grab her stool and say, I have to wash my hands or I have to brush my teeth. She'll find an excuse like, to be in there. She, yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, but she does like if she if she wants you to look at her, she will grab your head and like make you look at her. <laughs> That's funny. So I could see like a toddler being that way. It doesn't seem far fetched to me. N- no, it's just funny that. I just wrote down, look at me while you poop. Um, I wrote down Axe so they go, Lighter Fluid, and I don't know why. Axe Lighter Fluid? Well. I got a good Axe moment. They, they decide to throw the young one a birthday party because it's her birthday. Heartwarming birthday. They, they go to really, town, they buy all the stuff. They did it up, too. They did. They it spent was, the whole, I just, the depot's I, whole budget. I literally wrote down in all caps, Heartwarming Birthday Party. <laughs> that's an hwbp <laughs> they go to town to buy stuff for the party and presents and stuff and <laughs> oh, leguizamo's yeah. fighting fighting a guy off for like a toy 
and axe just is at the end of the aisle and he just drags his axe and starts walking like he like texas chainsaw massacres it yeah basically and scares the guy off (laughs) axe is a big softy dude he is he's got pipes too he's an opera singer yeah he can carry a a tune singer he can carry a whole tune there's a lot of notes in in here of just does john cena's torso look weird (laughs) is this just me <laughs> Leguizamo's an expert on uh, My Little Pony. He or is like that's, all, all children's. That's a red shows. flag, and I understand <laughs> the reason, and it does make sense. But it's still a red flag. Yeah, it's because when he's in in prison, they only let you watch cooking, children's shows, and what else? And uh, I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, an odd <laughs> an odd choice. Um, you know what I was thinking while we were watching all of this unfold? Um, it's a really good thing that no fires happened while they were over that weekend. Yeah. It's very lucky. They would have just had to leave those kids there and they're already a skeleton crew. Half their crew quit at the first part of the movie. Man, that, yeah. What a, what, what a lucky break for them. (laughs) Yeah. Because if they left yeah. those kids there alone. Well, they would have no equipment when they got back. They'd have she no already equipment. wrecked a four-wheeler, a Range Rover. Like, she probably would have taken the helicopter next, is my Whoa. guess. Dude, imagine if you had access to a helicopter as a teenager. I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't think I would have um, made it past teenager. You know what my favorite part about the Allstate guy's character in this movie was? I want to know. When he calls Cena to tell him that he's under consideration for that job that's opening up, the one he's retiring from, um, he's just working out the whole time. And at one point, there's just a guy punching him in the stomach. That's an important part of his workout. And it's not just like <laughs> qu- like alternating like punch, punch. It's like sp- he's, there's a dude speed bagging his stomach. So they have the birthday party. And the Allstate guy, the president from 24, ends up showing up unexpectedly for his inspection. Job interview? It's hard to tell. Cena never really fills the application out. He doesn't. I think it was just a random inspection. Or a surprise inspection were his words. Right. And it wouldn't be a surprise if he showed up when he said he was going. It could just be an inspection, though. How did it all work out in the end? Huh? Because it all does work out. There was a happy ending. Oh, How yeah. did it all work out? Because um, at this point in the movie, Cena is in, is in deep shit because he's having this surprise birthday party. The depot is trashed. It's an all out of sorts. It's not tidy at all. And the guy shows up. The guy who's going to give him a very important job he like, shows up for a surprise inspection. He walks in on Cena playing Jenga with like... What are they? The jaws oh, of life. Oh, giant Jenga. And they're like pulling them with the jaws of life or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then he witnesses Cena kind of like freak out on the kids and on Judy Greer, saying that like a distraction, any distraction, stops him from doing this job effectively. And then President Allstate comes into him, into John Cena's office later, and is like, "Hey, man, I think I gave you the wrong impression." And then shows him a picture of his family. He's like. The people that right. you care about and that care about you are the thing that keep you going, not a distraction. And then that, and then he's like, "You can also have the job." 
So it just kind of happened. Yeah, it was like, this is the moment where it needs to work out, so it's going to work out. Oh, and then CPS, Child Protective Services, showed up at the same time, and we're like, we're taking these kids away. Yeah, dude. And then that's when Cena realized that he needed a family, and then they all became a family. <laughs> yeah, and then the fucking CPS lady was just like, that's not how adoptions work, and she's right. She's right. There is paperwork and there are procedures for sure. I feel for those kids, but they can't be there right now. There's a <laughs> protocol. At a certain point, they're in a helicopter, I think going to save the kids from falling out of the off the cliff with the Range Rover. Um, Cena tells the president that he can jump out, just grab a chute. Because the president was all like, I don't want to be here. You're violating protocol. This Cena, is not... You go back right now. Yeah. And Cena jumps out of the helicopter before he put his chute on. And they don't show you him putting his chute on. No, you got to assume that he just puts it on in midair, secures it, tightens it, and then pulls it by the time it would take for him to reach the ground, which wasn't very far. That's too badass a moment not to show. Yeah. Um, they freeze framed it. Didn't no, they? they just cut. They just cut, and then he was. They like fall into the ground he, with his shoe. Yeah, he jumps out of the helicopter, and then it cuts back to the kids in the truck, and then he's landing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they should have shown that. Then it, I would have been way more on board. That's the, about I'm the hardest shit that way. you can do. Yeah. Um my my favorite part of the happy ending was um. Axe had a little axe that he gave to the toddler because they became buds. They like became pretty much best friends. Oh yeah, yeah. And he... and Axe doesn't really—he's a very scary guy. Like he's a tall guy that carries an axe around everywhere and doesn't speak like, at literally all. everywhere and doesn't talk. The he carries an axe ever... into the store when they're buying toys. <laughs> yeah, he does, and he sort of threatens people with it yeah no he definitely scared a man off a toy by implying yeah. that he would use the axe but he ends up becoming friends with the toddler it was cute it was very sweet and then cena gets married to the scientist and they adopt the kids and they all go to the wedding and it was a happy ending. it was a happy ending I wonder if if Zoe got to keep the little axe, too, or if the CPS lady took it like she said she was going to. I hope she got to keep it. Um, Tiny little axe. You know, they left it to the imagination because the real answer is, of course, she took the axe away from the toddler. <laughs> of course she did. I just Jeez. don't understand why is what I'm saying. I just don't understand why a toddler can't have an axe. Okay, maybe I'm crazy. She... <laughs> if it was a toy axe, then I'd be okay with it probably. Who's to say it but wasn't? It, was, it looked like a real one. Then it was a very convincing toy. I think in Axe's culture, that's like a rite of passage. <laughs> what is his culture? Axon? I don't know. They're just axe people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's from the same people where Axe Cop came from. You familiar yes. with Axe Cop? No. It's, that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Uh, th I mean, the little um, one might like it. It's oh, written okay. by a nine-year-old. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Um. So. I guess we be we would be pitting this movie up against Fighting with My Family, because they were two sort of family movies. Fighting with My Family a little more uh, rigid. It was a PG thirteen. This one was probably just a PG. Yeah. But yeah, it's more. It's fair to Fighting with My Family is more YA. Why this is while well, this one is a yeah. kids movie proper. Yeah, and The Rock wasn't in it a whole lot, and he played The Rock, so it's hard to judge. We kind of got to give this one to Cena, right? This one, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he a wasn't bad. He was just he was playing a a a prototype, if you will. Yeah, he was very decent a in a pretty good movie. Yeah, and The Rock was like fine in a fine movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Definitely not like he he did that movie as a favor to the WWE. I he think. produced. Otherwise, that movie. I don't think he would. He produced it? Yeah, man. That's like one of his projects. That's right. Okay. WWE did that as a favor to The Rock. Yeah, probably. He was just inspired by your story. That's why he wanted to to produce it? Or he wanted... (laughs) I don't know. He just wanted like credit for making Paige popular, even though there's no way that moment happened the way it did (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) Doubt it. Um, okay. He, he basically showed up in that movie to give it the credit. Yeah, exactly. That was like, he's on the poster, even though he's in the movie for five minutes as a wrestling movie. It's not very good, right? Like, I mean, the wrestling in it is not very good. The training doesn't seem very realistic to wrestling training. Um, and so. The Rock is in it to justify it to wrestling fans, I think. Because it's like, it's a yeah. wrestling movie okay. for non-wrestling fans. And it was a WWE films movie, right? It was. They promoted the crap out of it on uh, on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I remember that. They filmed some of it after Raw. Yeah, which is like, can you imagine uh, being in that audience after four, what must be like four and a half hours of Raw and like pre-Raw programming? And whatever dark matches after Raw, and then they're like, and now you get to watch people badly do what we couldn't appreciate at the time. <laughs> All right, Cena wins. Cena wins round one. Cena wins in a really lopsided victory. <laughs> All right, there it is. We have a winner of the first matchup. John Cena did it. He pulled off an upset, I guess. Seems like an upset. I really did not think Cena was going to win a single matchup, and I was surprised. So um, I want to thank Connor for coming on the show with me this season and helping me determine who the better wrestle actor is. I want to thank Panther Car for doing the intro-outro music. It's called Non-Peril. It's on their album Pomegranate, and it's very good. The whole record's very good. Go buy it on Bandcamp. Panthercar.bandcamp.com, I believe, is how you can get that. Uh, buy it on a Bandcamp Friday so that Panther Car sees a lot of the all of the proceeds from that. I want to thank Biggs from the Not Safer Network, and I want to thank the Not Safer Network. Make sure you're checking out all the shows that are on there. I've been listening to a Cosmic Void a lot, catching up on all the episodes I've missed, and I enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of great shows, Box Office Battle. There's a bunch. Just check out the Not Safer Network. Go go look it up right now. Do it. 
I want to thank all of you for listening and tuning in and all of that. It, it's great that you want to hear me talk about a movie with a wrestler. I appreciate it. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. Every two weeks now. Not every week. Setting realistic goals for myself. So hooray for that. 2021 is going to be a better year than last year. I'm optimistic. Okay, come back in two weeks. We'll talk about a rock movie. Okay, bye. Listen to all the podcasts on the Not Safer Network. Go in depth with your favorite movies and explore the themes, the influences, and the core of what made it great. Every week, listen to A Cosmic Void. Jump back into the new season of Movies with Wrestlers as Eric and Connor answer the question, who makes the better movies, John Cena or The Rock? Revisit classic TV shows with a modern eye in the show, In Syndication. And two movies that were box office bombs, underappreciated, or forgotten to time are dissected and thrown into battle with each other in a continuing effort to pull a cinematic diamond out of the rough every week on Box Office Battle.